Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 31. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for this episode can be found at 41more.com forward slash 31. This episode is brought to you by my grocery store scavenger hunt packet. Do you want to help your kids learn even with a simple trip to the grocery store? Then this packet is for you. It's going to show the real life practical application of math, science, geography, and more. You will receive an 18 page download and it has everything from creative writing prompts to scavenger hunt sheets for multiple ages, even some math help that goes with the grocery store like price per pound calculations, fractions and percents, and there's teaching tips for extending the learning to your preschoolers, to your elementary kids, or even discussion questions to have with your teenagers. So there's something for everyone. The link will be in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 31, or you can find my grocery store scavenger hunt packet in my shop by going to 41more.com forward slash shop. So this is episode 31, and today we're going to have a little pep talk about the five things you need to know. Now, one of my most popular posts is actually 88 things every first time homeschool mom needs to know. But today I'm going to pick out five of the things from that post and talk about them. If you want to find 83 more things you need to know as you homeschool your kids, I'll put the link in the show notes to that popular post. So let's have a little pep talk. Do you need that today as a homeschool mom? We all need it at one time or another. So let's talk about what you need to know because some people approach homeschooling and say, well, I could never do that. Don't I need a degree in early childhood education? Or what about when my kids get to high school? I mean, I don't know how to do calculus. How am I ever going to do high school, right? But no, the things you need to know are really these simple, direct truths. They're actually more simple than you think, and we tend to complicate homeschooling. So here are the five things you need to know. Number one, you are not a slave to your curriculum. Do you know how many times I've been frustrated because I spent good money on a curriculum, but it's just not working for us or even just for one child? Because, you know, I have five kids and they're all different. What worked for one is not going to necessarily be a great fit for another. You have to be willing to let your, you know, expensive curriculum go or the curriculum that you put together because you spent 50 hours on Pinterest, you know, downloading all these awesome worksheets and all these unit studies It just might not be a good fit. Do not be a slave to your curriculum. You need to master it. You're in charge. You get to pivot if you need to. 
So sometimes we just need the freedom. We just need to hear someone tell us that, right? We kind of know we can do what we need to with homeschooling, but sometimes we feel stuck. And you know what? It's not worth, it's not worth being stuck. Even if you spent good money on it, flip it on eBay, go ahead and get some of that money back, but it's definitely not worth the frustration or stress. So number one, you are not a slave to your curriculum. Here's point number two, it won't be perfect. Now, a lot of people, and I was like this, once again, I, I go into homeschooling very rose-colored glasses, right? My expectations are so high. What happens on the day where everything falls apart and it's just the kids aren't getting it and I'm losing my patience and my house is a complete disaster? What about those days? Well, if you go into homeschooling, even if this is your 10th year, you need to hear this point. It's not going to be perfect. And if you go in knowing that, it's going to really help you deal with the problem days or the days where everyone's in a bad mood and you're able to pivot once again. I see a theme here. Do you see the theme of flexibility? Flexibility with your curriculum, flexibility with your schedule or with your preconceived ideas of what you're going to do that day. You, It's not going to be perfect. So if you realize that going in, starting each day, starting each year, it's going to help you. All right. So that's number two. Number three, let your kids be little. Oh, this is such a big one. I'm so glad that my kids have had the opportunity to grow up being homeschooled and be kids. No sitting at a desk for seven hours a day, filling out worksheets in kindergarten. It just doesn't need to be done. They need to be kids. Play is the work of childhood, right? I mean, I just love that my kids have been able to have that freedom. And I really hope that your kids have that freedom too. Realize your kids need to be little. They do not need to be massively focusing on academics in kindergarten, even first grade, second grade. I mean, you gradually increase their load, increase their independence. And of course, you're going to work on the core um, tools of learning. But when your kids are young, they need that imagination. They need that playtime. That is how they're learning. It's helping their brain develop. And it's so interesting. You can I'll link to some articles in the show notes where there's been research done with early childhood education. And even though they know that play is not just a waste, it's just not a frivolous thing to play when you're a young kid. It's actually helping develop those connections in your brain. But at the same time, our traditional school systems are ignoring the research and they're they're doubling down on the standardized testing and the time spent in your desk doing worksheets. It's it's really crazy. So as a homeschool parent, I want you to realize that you can let your kids be little. When they're in younger years and they're um you know they want to play, let them play. A lot of days you know, I don't make my youngest kids. I've never made them like, oh no, you got to stop playing. You need to come and do all these worksheets or whatever. No, when they're in the mood, they're going to do it. And you know, if you have a kid that's never in the mood, well, you're going to have to say, hey, we have to get this done, right? Certain things you have to get done. But who said you have to sit at, for seven hours and do a whole boatload of work in kindergarten? You don't. So that's number three. Let your kids be little. Okay, we're almost done. This is going to be a quickie, I think. Number four, focus on the big picture. This kind of goes with the previous one. So what's the big picture? Okay, what is your goal of homeschooling? Most of us want to be raising kids who love learning, who know where to find information, who know how to learn new things, even when they're older, right? I'm I'm an adult. I'm still learning new things. And my kids see me 
searching out answers. I want to raise kids that are independent and who go looking for answers, go researching. They know, they love learning and they want to continue it. That's the big picture. So what does that mean? That does not, that means that we don't have to finish every little, every textbook. We don't have to finish everything a curriculum uh, designer tells us we have to. We need to focus on the tools of learning, which would be math and language arts. After that, realize your kids are never going to learn everything, right? While they're in your homeschool, are they going to know every date and person that's important in American history? No, they're not. But have you gotten them to a point where they are so excited about American history and it's so cool? You've done field trips and you have learned a lot of stuff. They don't know everything, but they have this passion and curiosity and they want to learn more. That's a better place to be than thinking you're going to cram all this information in their little heads and then standardize test them to death, right? You want that love of learning. And so that's the big picture. So if you can realize that, it gives you a whole new perspective on homeschooling and what each day should involve. And here's the last point I'm going to mention today. Number five, you are the expert in your child's life. No one knows them as best as well as you do, and no one loves them as much. As much as you, the public school teachers might love their students, and I was a public school teacher in the middle school level, and you 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 feel for your students. You're with them all the time. They become like a, a little family to you. But you know what? I was not the parent of any of my students. And honestly, when I was a teacher in the classroom, I didn't have kids yet. And even though I had an education degree and I was in there, I, I kind of cringe to look back and think, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, as a parent, learning with my kids and seeing how they learn... I have learned more in just being a parent and homeschooling them at home probably than I did in university getting ready to be a teacher. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? But you're the expert in your child's life. That's why you're going to pick up if your child has dyslexia or has a learning disability. You're going to pick up on if they're a visual learner or an auditory learner. You're going to pick up on these things. You're going to notice these little personality um, quirks and things that affect their schooling. You're going to pick up on all this because you're with them and you're doing this one-on-one teaching rather than a classroom teacher who has 20 or 30 kids. They're not picking up on those things. So don't ever let anyone tell you that a far superior education is in the classroom because most of the time it is not. It can't be. One teacher cannot effectively teach 20 to 30 kids. It can't be done. It can't be done perfectly. And I'm not saying homeschool's perfect either, but you have a much better, better model at your disposal because you're the expert. You're the parent. You love your kids and you know them best. So here are the five things you really need to know. It's just a quick little pep talk today. I hope it's been helpful. I hope it's encouraged you. I know we all need that little boost of encouragement as we homeschool because it's not an easy thing. We do it because we feel like it's right for us right now, but it's not easy. So if you want to read 83 more things that might uh, boost your encouragement level today, head on over to the show notes and I'll link you to that post. The show notes for today's episode are 41more.com forward slash 31. And once again, check out my grocery store scavenger hunt packet. You can find that in the show notes. Or if you go to 41more.com forward slash shop, it will be in my shop. 
Thanks for joining me today. Hey, I'd love it if you guys could leave me a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. That'd be really helpful and get the podcast out to more homeschooling moms who need a little dose of encouragement too. So thanks so much for listening. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling.